I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Evening, everyone, and welcome back to Breakdown. This is weird. I've never started a show off on one before. I find it quite odd being live on wherever the hell we're live. But yeah, we're here. So let's just get straight to it. We are joined today as our host, as normal, but there's me. We've got Hannah. Hi, Hannah. How do you? Hi, and good, thanks. Good. How positive we need to be back on this already. I need to move this microphone up. It's like straight over my face. I know. It's so dark, though. I'm sure it wasn't this dark this time last week. I think, as they say up here, the nights are fair drawing in. Winter is coming. Winter is definitely coming. I was, <laughs> I was Right, I was looking at the weather for this weekend, and I seen that it's going to be down like one degrees on Sunday. I'm like, holy sh- Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be cold. Cold nights are coming up in Scotland. Uh... I took the dog for a walk this morning and I nearly put his coat on him. Like it was, it was seven degrees, but it felt chilly and I had to get my fleece out. And then I remembered, I can't see which, look, I've got my, like I'm representing. Do you know who's got mine? So I had one. Right. Do you know who's got it? Jeff Sterling. Uh... <laughs> I gave mine to Jeff Sterling. Um, he, was oh, right. he was at the Hartlepool game where um, I took Alfie to his first one against Gateshead. And right. he was there, so we went over and had a chat with him. And yeah, Jeff Sterling was there, so we went and had a chat with him. And I gave him a lower, look, lower league look badge. So I don't know if he wears it. It'd be good to see him wearing it. But Liam's been Did you see Liam's baseball cap from Mallorca? Yeah, so he got that made <laughs> and embroidered. I love it. It better be bringing us one back. Well, yeah. If you're in the chat, Liam, just um, let us know. I'm, I'm going to sure. bring in our League One podcast host as well into this we're bringing in owen everyone say hi to owen i'm going to change this format hi, like this format where are we hi, hi everyone there we go hey owen how's your mate yeah not too bad been a, been a good week so far well of end. course because it was the first league one podcast yeah it was a, a very good experience I mean, and a lot of my uh, a lot of my mates who thought 
like they saw that I did it and they're just really happy for me. It's been a, it's been a really good week so far. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was um yeah, I kind of missed do like because when we first started Liam and I st- first started doing the podcast, we were doing League One as well. And at the beginning I knew nothing. And then and now I've got a bit of a soft spot for League One and I kind of look out for the results. So it was nice to listen yeah. to you all doing that. I so, forgot yeah. what League One. I forgot what League One's like. It's been so long since Hartlepool has been in League One. <laughs> well, same, same. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and there is there's still an element of oh, we were seven minutes away from this. And Stevenage, I, I went to Stevenage supporters. Stevenage are absolutely flying. Yeah, we're uh, we're having a, a great a great time of it so far, um, and I'm loving it. It's just carrying on from last season. How good we've been. Apparently, we have a special guest this morning. Good evening, United is... Kingdom. This is oh, calling. Can you hear me? We have no, <laughs> Live from Spain. For United Kingdom, Neil Poir. <laughs> feel like I'm on television. Good evening, guys. How's everybody doing? Sorry I went interrupt. I didn't know it put me straight in. I thought I'd go in a waiting room. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, you're How's here with doing? your zero P's. I think, see, last time that Liam was live from somewhere, me and Liam were on the live feed. Liam was at a caravan site and his signal was a damn sight better than it is just now. My signal's great now. Mm. Are you at, like, the kids' disco or something? Oh, it's going on behind there. Do you know, guys, yeah, look, PSA, I know it's not football-related, but don't have kids. <laughs> it's a bit late for two of us. Owen, you can take this on board. <laughs> There's some, this, is, this, is the, this is the new um, Look Sports Media Life Advice podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking dragonfly the size of my head over there. What's that about? <laughs> yeah, they're getting big over here. Here we go. Look, I've got some natural street light now. There we go. How are we all doing? How was the week? No, I haven't. All right, I've got a funny no. story about the cap. I've got a funny story about the cap. So I bought it. I bragged about it. I put it under the pram and in the walk from the place where we're eating to the taxi it's dropped out of the bottom of the pram so no, 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 i've got to go back the... tomorrow and get a new hat made no the story oh, no. Is someone stole it because it was so coveted that... and special that's what they said so if we get a random twitter follower from spain <laughs> yeah well i'm it's in like, mallorca guys come on this is it's found... not mainland spain this this is mallorca it's one of the exotics so I found I found this hat. Is it any years? And we're like, no, you keep it. Just make sure you you subscribe to us and all that sort of thing. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Send me the twenty five quid it cost me, please. Twenty five quid. Well, twenty yeah, twenty five it was. Thank you. Being had. I don't think I don't think we're getting one each, Grant. <laughs> no, I don't think we're getting one each. <laughs> yeah, you are if you send me the money. Um, <laughs> No, you're right. But no, sorry. I thought I'd just say hello, guys. Um, yeah, a nice week away after Bradford have had a, a hugeectomy and yeah. have, have just pressed on and become an absolute unit of a of a team. Even the second team's flying, beating Grimsby's first team. Love it. I saw that. Um, just while you're here, we've got a comment. You're the resident expert on what do you think about Scunthorpe and the mess we were in? Keep in mind, Liam's had a drink, so he's not going to hold back here. <laughs> no, well, they, no, this is my thought. I have to hold back. Um, 
what I'll say, the mess you were in was bad, really bad, but it was never as close to going really wrong as people think because there was always, like, so the people who own the club now, I've been speaking to since when was it, Grant? January? About January. Yeah. 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 And that's a long, long time. It's always been, oh, I'm about ice annoying, isn't it? It's always been that that was going to be the, the thing. We Everyone knew what was going. Everyone who had something connected to the club knew what was happening and knew what David Hilton was doing. David Hilton, David White, David Mellers, David Anderson, whatever else to call himself. Um, but no, look, do you know what? You've got, there's, there's more good news as far as I'm aware to come from Scunny. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, no. The future is bright. Future's very bright. It's like that frigging light there. It's too bright. Um, it's like a little no, from your holiday. It's been bright as anything. Yeah. Oh, I've loved that. I've, I've got burnt feet. Yeah. When are you Come coming home? home? Monday. Sun- Sunday. Sunday. Are you going to be back for the 606 then? <laughs> You're damn right I'm going to be back for the 606. <laughs> Mainly. Do you know what we've booked? What we've done is we've, we've actually cancelled our flight. From Monday, moved it to Sunday because I just I said to live. I said they messed the six or six up, so they couldn't even get it live. I mean, that technically <laughs> did happen. I know it but... did. <laughs> but no, I'm a, uh, I'm on. We fly, we fly at ten o'clock Sunday morning. We land back in Manchester at twelve, and then yeah, I'll be I'll be home for half one two. So yeah, Sunday night I'll be on. I just hope I get to come on after a Bradford win and it doesn't end this weekend because I've, yeah be you've, got Wim- you've got Wimbledon this weekend so mm-hmm. yeah by all by all means it's it shouldn't be an easy game but I, I think you should take it. I watched Wimbledon at the weekend and I wasn't best impressed with them I think at the minute we've kind of got no fear it's that it's that thing of and like you know I was I was at Swindon on at Swindon game on Saturday and I met up with Jake Young and I was talking to Jake about it during the game and you could see that we were a different side and I just said we've got no fear because there's no repercussions at the minute for us. If 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 we went for it all in on Saturday and lost 5-0, then so what? Nothing changes. Like McDonald ain't gonna get sacked because he's not he's only he's doing a favour, he's doing a job for them. Um but no, we just looked we looked a different team, and I, Tuesday night I didn't get to watch the game, but I watched bits of it. And uh, uh, well, the children's entertainment's finished, but there's someone Spanish speaking now. Um, but no, the uh, I've watched the highlights, and I've, I've I've basically followed everything I could on it, and it just the, the players are playing with confidence, and it's nice to see if we can carry that on this weekend against against Wimbledon. Then, we're going to play. then yeah, I think we'll take the points and it'll take us into next week where I think it's Wrexham. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think of it? What do you think of the odds that people have got? I know we don't read a lot into Bookie's odds, but football Bookie's had McDonald down as one to one favourite to take the job. You read it, did you read anything into that, or do you think it's silly off the back it's, of a win? Just he ridiculous. Said no, no, I don't think he said no. He's basically said he'll see what the CEO says, but. Um, it's silly. It's silly. We've won. We've won an out of form Swindon. We've beaten out of form Swindon, who mm. realistically had they had Charlie Austin had his shooting boots on would have won. Um, and then we went to Grimsby in the Pizza Cup, well the, the unnamed cup at the minute, and it's sponsorless. Yeah. Um, aside from that, it's it's early days to get excited. It's just, it's good to enjoy it, but 
no, to be saying give him the job until Christmas or this that, and the other at this point is is silly. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when there are managers out there. I think that Gillingham, Bradford, and Tranmere are all waiting to see what MK Dons do. Well, Gillingham are taking their time. They're, you know, interviewing internationally. They're reflecting. Brad Gallinson's been very transparent about the process, much to Mrs. Harris's disappointment, shall we say? She's disappointed in him. I don't know if it's... Is it him she's disappointed in? Or is it somebody, isn't it? It could be. It could be Neil. We don't know. It could. She's, but she's very disappointed in somebody's actions. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a weird one. So he put this thing out, didn't he, saying that they're interviewing internationally and all yeah. across the world, and and then you look at the odds, and Steve Bruce is favourite. Right. What? Yeah. And I yeah, think he I, said as well, like, I'm, we're taking our time, we're not rushing into anything, which kind of pisses all over the theory that they sacked Neil Harris with someone lined up. And so my people. first thought was that, oh, she's, um, he's been told that they've got someone lined up and then now he's spouting all of this. Uh, but, yeah, we don't know. But she's obviously very disappointed in something. It might be Waitrose for all we know. Well, allegedly, so the... the... I feel like Ryan like I said allegedly, because I don't normally <laughs> say it, but um, allegedly. I've just realised I can turn my brightness up. <laughs> oh, look, there you are. <laughs> I'm, I've got light. I was like, wonder why it's so dark. Um, allegedly, they they had a meeting with Harris about, because there was an incident at, I think it was Crawley, with the assistant, um, where the police were called, wasn't there? There was always oh, that. Gosh, I've completely forgotten about that, Yeah. Yeah, and the story goes that they had the meeting about how they told Harris they needed to look at him changing his back, his uh, his, his support staff because they couldn't have right. that person there, and he's he's taking his bat and ball on. Oh, that's 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 one of the the, the things that's coming out. One, which of, might be... one of the like the yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I'll be honest, I, I emailed, actually, sorry, I messaged Brad Gallinson earlier and I said, Brad, I know it's your club. I said, but please don't make the mistake that we did by going for the big name because it, uh, it, it didn't work for us. And can you do it from the swimming pool, please? Oh, I don't know if it's closed. No, don't, and it's right, don't, don't phone. This is a terrible idea. I was going to say, what don't tempt Liam to don't tempt Liam to do this because Liam is no. is known for doing interviews topless. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, no, I won't get I won't get topless. I just jump in as is. <sighs> um, but other than that, guys, Owen, welcome. I've not had a chance to say hello yet. We have interacted on Twitter. We have argued on Twitter, and I've loved every second of it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I've, I've had a good week. I can't wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back and getting back into it. And you look yeah. very relaxed. Uh, honestly, the, it's that's probably the 15 cocktails. I, that relaxed was a euphemism for this. Yeah, yeah I can't feel my ankles. <laughs> I'm very aware that I have ankles, but I can't feel them because they're burnt or no, they're just, just I don't, I, I'm just numb. <laughs> All right, lovely. Well, you go and dance with your with your ankles, and we'll see uh, you on Monday. No, Sunday. But, but make, um, but make sure you're still watching. 
I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna get done for doing it, but I'm gonna watch. I'm I'm gonna critique. Um, I actually listened to the Monday podcast first time I've ever listened to anything we've done in two years, so that was nice. Uh, you know, be, be be on the other side. But then when you started talking about me, I had to skip that part because I didn't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I want I want a fan of that part. Uh, nice. But yeah, no, guys, well done. What a good week. Enjoy right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Enjoy, everyone. I know it's not Spanish, Bye. but a river de Archie. Uh, that's, what is... that's not Spanish. I know it's not Spanish. Adios. 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 Yeah. yeah. Don't know why that comes to my mind. I did, I did four years of Spanish. <laughs> I could have used you this week. I've been uh, ordering some right nonsense at that bar. Right. Bye, guys. El, El Bye. 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 Well, it was unexpected, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> should should we get onto something a little bit more expected and get our first guest proper in? Yeah. Yeah. So we are bringing in. Uh, I'd say a fair. I don't say a fairly new Twitter. This Twitter account's been running quite a lot of this year, actually. They are running spaces on Mansfield Town. I don't know what's going to give this away when they join in. I'm, but we're bringing in Amber and Blue, 1987. Russell, welcome. I'm going to switch you over Hello. here, mate. How are you? Hello. You're all right. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. You? Oh, good. I am good. I'm good. I can see you've got Edward with you as well. Happy day. I have. I've, you, brought, I've brought a little sidekick this week, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what gives away that you're Mansfield fans. No, no, no idea. Honestly, never been to Grand, never seen them play or anything. I, I don't know what this is behind me. It just turned up one day, didn't it, mate? Do you want to tell us? I'll tell us a story about this one. I'm sure, I'm sure you might have told us in Lower League Loop before, but there'll be a lot of people listening here that don't know this. So, go on, fire away the story for that. You ready? Can you remember the story? So it was your birthday, wanted, and you didn't know what you wanted, and then you wanted you wanted a stag's badge on his bedroom wall. And then so, one day I walked in and it was getting yeah. painted. Yeah, we were trying to hide it for his birthday so that he couldn't see it. And literally the woman was here. He came home. Did you come home early from school? Yeah. Because he was poorly. It. And then basically walked in his bedroom and there she was painting it. So, surprise. Hmm? Surprise. So, yeah. So that's the story. So it now sits there. Proud as big as punch look, you know. Who wouldn't want that at 10 years old in their bedroom? Do you know what? I didn't introduce Mansfield correctly, did I, Hannah? I don't know. What did you say? I said Mansfield Town. Like, like, what, how is no. it about introducing Mansfield to everything these days? Yeah, uh, unbeaten in the 23-24 League 2 campaign, Mansfield Town Football Club. Can we just forget about that? Besides, I'm I know, but it's 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 right. So obviously, I don't know if Hannah and Owens really fay with wrestling, but many moons ago, the Undertaker had an unbeaten streak, and at some yep. point, it had to end. It's just a case of when. And this is the thing with this unbeaten streak, isn't it? We know we know it's going to end. We just we just really don't want it to end this weekend. You're waiting for the Brock Lesnar to come in. Yeah, just yeah. just destroy you about four 0 That's the only problem. Yeah, uh, and you know what? Unbeaten. As long as it's not this weekend, I'll take I'll take it. Yeah, just just Fair not enough. this weekend. Yeah. So um, for for people who aren't are less aware, 
Mansfield and Notts County have somewhat of a rivalry. Yeah. We don't we don't feel like it is. The only reason right. I want I want to win is because their fans are like massively overhyping it. I think you know, this is the closest thing Knots have got to a rivalry. Whereas obviously I've said before on our podcast, we've got Chesterfield, we don't like each other. Forest have got Derby, they don't like each other. Knots are kind of like stuck in the middle with not really anyone. Like I know over the years they've had a rivalry with like Grimsby and now Wrexham seem to be the issue. But I don't think it's just yeah. I mean, it's nice to have a local game. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to get up, not sit on a bus for three, four hours and travel. I can just get on a train, go to a pub and that. And obviously for Edward, it's his first ever like Nottinghamshire derby, so to speak. So for him, this is going to be a first taste of what it could be like. So for me, I've been watching Mansfield a long time. I don't view it as a, as a massive game. But for him, this this could be his like Chesterfield, so to speak, if they carry on languishing where they are. Yeah. I mean, for us, it was, um, for Stevenage, for example, that's my team. Um, we're the same sort of that we don't, we don't really have our rivals have never really been in our division for a while. Uh, you look at our big rivals, Woking people say, and obviously we haven't been in their division in about 15 years. Um, but then we have local games with, uh, like Cambridge and, um, we always say Luton was a rivalry. It wasn't. They were a much better team than us, much bigger team than us. They were waiting for that for Watford. And Watford isn't really a rivalry, even though they call that sometimes a Hearts derby. Um, but I feel like we're sort of in the same boat where we sort of have got rivalries, but aren't really in that sort of... Um, in this division, but they're not as obviously heated as like yours with Chesterfield. Yeah. And I think that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of younger generation fans now than there were five years ago at Mansfield and Knotts. I think five years ago, if you'd the last time we played each other, if you'd have looked at a demographic, it was probably older ages rather than younger fans. So I think now it's it's kind of we Knotts and Mansfield have finally made that breakthrough with the younger fan base. So now it probably means that little bit more to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same here as well. At Stevenage, there's so many more younger fans than it was even two, three years ago. Yeah, and and it's good to see. To be honest, I think I think on the whole, like it's the the problem is with Sky is they they only pick League Two when there's an international break. Obviously, next season there's going to be more, but realistically, yeah. they throw darts at a dartboard and see what they come up as. Um, were you were you surprised to be the? <laughs> televised game this weekend considering yeah. you've got Wrexham v Salford coming up this weekend as well yeah definitely. everyone's surprised that Wrexham yeah. and Salford isn't on yeah. TV <laughs> when, when that when the fixtures came out and we looked at international breaks because you know Sky are going to pick one we looked and went oh our convenient Wrexham Salford definitely yeah. a Sky definitely Gary Neville there so it, it did come as a big shot didn't it Edward and we haven't we haven't been on obviously playoffs and all that but Apart from playoffs, we haven't been on telly for a long, long time. Like, probably conference days. Uh, and I think the next one's Bradford, Notts County, isn't it? I saw today. Yeah. 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 The, the November games. A lot of people frustrated that, again, you're looking at Notts County being on TV for the second time in a month. Yeah. I mean, they are top, they are top of the and table, Brad I suppose. Uh, 
We had Bradford Grimsby. That was on TV as well, isn't it? So it's the second yeah. time at Bradford as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just classic. It is classic guy just picking and choosing games. I mean, it'd be good to see other teams on. I'd love to see. I think someone I've seen someone mention it'd be good to see um, Wimbledon VMK Dons on TV. Yeah, because yeah, it is that weekend. Yeah, yeah, same, same weekend. Yeah. It'd be great to show that game on TV. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been on TV. I think the closest it ever was was they. It was back 2012 when they picked it, but it was a small case of Dons had to beat Stevenage in a replay and beat them on penalties. So it cost that one. Um, but like I think going to your question, the last time Mansfield were on telly that wasn't a playoff, I think it might have been your FA Cup tie against Liverpool. Maybe 2013? Yeah. I think that was yeah. the last time. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I can't um, wait for the FA Cup because it means there's so many more league and non-league teams on telly. I think the draw's on Sunday, if I believe. So yeah, interesting. The- but the problem is with it, it's a bit like the Carabao Cup. They will, like BBC, never get to show football. So the first no. thing they do is when them draws come out, they go, what Premier League team can I put on? So they're interested in lower league teams until the big the big boys, let's say, come in. And then they go, all right, what what can we put on? We've got, let's say, Salford versus Man City. Yeah, but we've got Man United, Arsenal. And, we, you know, we've seen it four times this season already, but let's chuck that on telly. And I think that's yeah. where... That's where it's going wrong, isn't it? Football on TV in general, they, they pander to the Premier League so much. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's also the size of the fan bases um, and the the number of views that they're going to get. So I can't, like, I completely agree, but ultimately it's a commercial decision, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's when you've got so when you've got so many features like the red button, for example. There's no limit to how many games you can televise. You could technically televise I know they want to have three o'clock kickoffs, but they can technically televise every game if they wanted to and put them all on the red button. You have to yeah, record think- every FA Cup game anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I see why they can't put more out. I think that's why like next year with the new EFL deal, every EFL Cup game's been televised. Every EFL trophy game has been televised. I think every game from the last game of the season, every game from the Christmas schedule, every game from the first game, I think every game from the Easter schedule of those type of games, and they're all going to be telly games. So they have, like you said, especially next year, they'll have the capacity to do it. I don't know why that. And during COVID, every FA Cup third round game was televised. I think every a lot of the second round games were televised. I don't know why every game that isn't a, isn't a three o'clock kickoff, you can just televise it. In the FA Cup, especially, especially in the lower rounds. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to a point that's came in from Ian. He's put this point up here, and I want to see. I want to know your opinion to this, Russell. I um, he's put up. Are the Stags going to do Stockport a favour on Saturday? Do you see if you if you guys win and beat Snot County? Do you see that as doing Stockport a favour, or do you see that as breathing down their neck? Um, I don't draw to do as a favour. Do you know what though? Genuinely, Stockport have come from like absolutely nowhere, haven't they? And you know, looking at the start of the season, I know they always start off not great, but you know they've they've slowly but surely turned it round and then just kind of snuck up on everybody. Um, I just I don't know. I think a lot of people expected Stockport to be up there, and they are now. But I see it more as if we win Saturday, well, I say if, when we win Saturday, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to sound confident, haven't you? When we win on Saturday, it, it will be a case of just us putting ourselves up there again, being in that shop window and just saying that, you know, maybe, maybe 
just maybe this is our year to get out this league. I mean, it's only took 10 years. Um, so out of the last five, you've drawn four and won one at Barrow. But like the other stat that kind of goes against that is that you've got the highest number of shots in the league and the highest number of crosses. What's what's stopping you scoring goals and converting those draws into wins? Um I know we spoke about this at the start of the season on Fools Rushing uh, episode that I was concerned that we never replaced Danny Johnson. You know, love him or hate him, regardless of what he's doing now. You know, he, he was he is a goal scorer. He's going to get goals at points. We let him go. We never really recruited, but we put all our eggs in one basket with Will Swan because he had such a cracking season last season. Mm-hmm. We were like, right, okay, we, we don't need to replace... We don't need to replace Johnson. We've got Will Swan. Will Swan got injured pre-season, has since struggled for form and looked really down on himself and just just sad, really, bless him. Um, And I think when you've got a striker looking like that, it's struggling up front. We haven't really got that out-and-out goal scorer that we crave. Uh, Reese Oates, who looked amazing, who came back fit, who I tipped as my... Like player to watch this season, a fit results is basically having a new sign in. Obviously, got injured again. Um, so we've not had much luck on the strikers front, and I think that's that's the issue we've got. My concern is at the minute if Keeler Dunn scores, Mansfield will score. If Keeler Dunn doesn't, we don't know where it's coming from. That's what I've seen. That's what I've seen at the weekend. Yeah. I, was message, I was messaging you throughout most yeah. of the second half of your game. I, from when you made that triple sub, you were by far the dominant team. And I was like, I'll be, I put in our group chat, I'll be amazed if you get if Mansfield didn't win this. It should have been four or five. I didn't see him have a single thing to do in that second half. I was I was shocked about how poor your shooting ability was as a team. Yeah. The the, the problem is with us, we, we like to get down the wing and cross the ball. But it doesn't work. No, nobody wins it in the box. Mm-hmm. So then, what we do is we recycle it, put it out, and then go back down the same wing and put the ball in. And it seems to be the constant. If we, when we put the ball on the floor and play through the middle, we look fantastic. Uh, we did it against Stockport, and you know, teams we've beat, we've put the ball on the floor and played through the middle. The, the Wimbledon, the Wrexham games, we seem to be putting it on the wing and crossing it in. But Will Swan's a small small striker. Keeler Dunn's not massive, is he, mate? Massive, we, we haven't got anyone really with any height to put the ball in the net. We've got Lucas Aikens, but he's more of a holding player. I wouldn't Aiden say he's a striker. What? Aiden Flint. Aiden Flint, yeah, when we took him up from... Who's your favourite this season, Edward? Owen Mason. So, for those that don't know, and there'll be a few people like, who's that? Owen Mason is our third choice goalkeeper right now <laughs> who is currently on loan at Wex, Wexford that's right isn't it so, go on we've been called up for the island under 21s haven't he so he's, ah, good, he's, good friends yeah. with, he's good friends with Edward so obviously he's Edward's favourite player but who's your second favourite player who did you walk out with when you were mascot Davis Keeler uh-huh. so yeah he's good there is two favourite players, aren't they, this season? Um, 
So yeah, but I think for me, I, I think Aaron Lewis has been superb. Um, wow, free signing from Newport, and I'll be honest, I didn't really expect much um, because it was such an underwhelming signing. But his creativity, the way he likes to get on the ball, the way he's calm and he just ping balls forward and wants to play through the middle. I think he's definitely a quality player, isn't he, mate? Um, Jay's there, Jay there's mentioned um, uh, that you could be top three if you're lucky with injuries. How are you doing at the moment? Because you had a lot out a few weeks ago. Is that situation improved or is it still? So okay. I, th I think we've got most of them back now. We've got obviously Elliot Hewitt, our player of the season last year. He won't be back until probably towards the end of the season. Um, Stephen McLaughlin is due back in. Did he say two weeks when we were talking to him? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and Oates is in two weeks. So Oates is in two weeks. Um, so so we get we're getting players back now, and <laughs> hopefully when Oates comes back, this is when we start scoring again. But yeah, I am. Um, I'm fe we're feeling fairly confident, aren't we? It looks like we've got someone else that's feeling confident in the, in the comments here. Regular <laughs> listener, James James Shipley popping in. Even I'll just got up another podcast discussing how we're beating Mansfield on Saturday. Russell, not happening. We we don't think it's going to happen. We honestly we 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 think. Well, you, you said two one, didn't you? Yeah. So Edward's gone two one. I've said one nil. Eightieth minute, will Swan. Like to be that yes. precise. I think County play a high line. Um, I think Chesterfield took advantage of it um, in the playoffs last year. They still haven't really learnt with that high line. Um, so, and I, they are conceding goals left, right, and centre. We're not. If we can just nullify McGoldrick, I think we're in with solid chance. <clears throat> yeah, I think with with your defensive record at the moment being so prolific, I think. You have that. You have that defense. You have that quality to shut Notts County out. They have, my opinion, the two best strikers in the league with with Langstaff and um, the Goldrick. But with your defense being so solid at the moment, and is it Christy Pym who's playing goal at the moment for you? Is isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's playing Christy Pym. I, 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 I for, for Stevenage, he looked all right. He's done more incredible for you than he has. When Christy Pym, protection advisor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think all you need really is that I think you're very good at set. I think with, with the height you have in defence, I think the set piece will probably be a good chance of a, of a goal. I think I think it'll be a tight game and I, my prediction I think will be one all. I think it'll be a bit of a bit of a nervy one. Um but I think more chance of Mansfield winning than Notts County, I think. But I think it'll be one all. See, I'm I'm fairly confident on a win for us, but also what I'm out, my biggest thing to come from today, uh, well, Saturday, apart from us winning, would be is what I want is people to be sat around at home watching TV, watching that because there's no Premier League, and go, you know what, what a cracking atmosphere, what a great advert for League Two. I've got a League Two team, let's say Accrington, just down the road. You know what, next Saturday, I'm going to go and watch them. Yeah. If more people see it and we're, they're more exposed, hopefully more people will go and watch the local teams. So I'm I'm hoping the atmosphere in the game kind of live up to the billing of it. I think they have picked a good game, to be honest with you, to go for it. I think they've picked it. It kind of answers this question for me. Is it still what a tough watch under Cloughy Paint playing more attacking football? I think Mansfield are playing attacking football from what I've seen of them. And so we're not scouting. I think this is going to be a really good advert for League Two. What's what's your thoughts on that question that's came in, Russell? 
I think I think genuinely at times, and and I'm guilty of this. I've sat there and watched Nigel this season and gone, why? Like Colchester, prime example. Why have you put Aidan Flint up front? Oh God, here we go. And then he manages to set up the equaliser against Doncaster. We brought him on the other night in the uh, EFL Cup. Put him straight up front. He won, he won the corner, edited it down, which created our winning goal. So. It's like sometimes as a fan, you have to sit there, put your hands up and go, I don't know it all. Yeah. I don't get anything more for Russell. Mm, no, I don't. Have we any, any other questions coming in from the comments or do we have any other score predictions coming in? So, Russell, you were saying, did you say 2-1? Edward said 2-1, didn't you, dude? Um, I'm saying 1-0. What about you guys? I'll go for a draw because I've literally just realised that if you draw and we win, then we we go top. So if if Mansfield win and we draw, then we go top as well. So I'll go for I'll go for a draw. I, I thought you were going to pick us to win as well. Five two knots, Jesus! That'll be some. There's always one game where there's at least five goals yeah, in this five, league. Five two knots, wow! And there's there's always a hat. There has to be a hat trick somewhere this weekend. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm, yeah. I, I'm gonna go for two nil Mansfield win. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put this on my coupon at all. This game is I'm not one to choose. <laughs> you you never bet on early kickoffs. That's the golden rule. You no. never bet on early kickoffs because you just don't know what's going to happen. Even if this. Even if this wasn't an early kickoff, I wouldn't bet on this game at all. No, not one of it because it could yeah. genuinely go one of three ways. Yeah, for me, yeah. for me, I think it's it's it's. Um, I think it could go. It'll either be a, a one or a very low scored affair, maybe nil nil or one or or end up being about five three. I don't know why. I just feel like it will either be like a shutout or just a goal fest. Yeah, it's I don't got think the like, it. Like Notts County beat Forest Green Rovers four three, and then the next yeah. week yeah. lost five four to Colchester. That like they, and then on the other side you've got kind of a one all against Barrow and one all against Milton Keynes. They tend to go from one way or the other. Yeah, they also yeah. lost in that opening game of the season against Sutton as well, didn't they? Yeah, so yeah. Can, I, I, I'll tell you team. what though. While while we're on the subject of like teams and stuff like that. Genuinely, I've been really impressed with Colchester. Like, I am so much like, you know, when you see a team and you think they're in a bit of a false position, when they played us, I thought they were fantastic. They pressed well, they attacked really well. um, And they're one of them teams that probably won't be in the playoffs, but I think they take points off some of the bigger teams up there this season. They are one of them teams that just very much gun-ho um, don't tend to sit back. Obviously, we drew with them, luckily. I think that was the worst game we had, but they were so good. And then they go on to beat County. So I think from a non-Mansfield perspective, the team that's impressed me most is Colchester so far. But they have lost yeah. three of their last five. Yeah, it's so a strange one, isn't it? Right, yeah, I think there's quite... But this is the nice thing about League Two this season. No one is consistent you know, apart from Stockport County over the last few weeks. But, you know, really, no one is consistent. Everyone is dropping points. 
Uh, Crawley had a really good work run and then have lost their last two. Um, and that's why you can go from 19th to second within the space of a few weeks because there's so much movement and no one's dominant. Um, and I think that's the exciting thing, isn't it, about this league at the moment. Everyone mm-hmm. seems to be... Like beating everyone. I mean, after you know, like me, me, you, and Grant spoke about it. This month for us on paper was absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. And like we we were talking about, like I remember saying at the start of the season, you know, it'd be interesting to see where we pick points up from this month. Um, Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. You know, after after this, we've got like Forest Green, Harrogate, who we never beat. We, we never beat Harrogate. So it'd be interesting to see how far we've come. Not yet, Edward. Yeah. So. And we're in. Our co-producer, Keith, has put a, um, a prediction and he said 4-0 four, four to Notts County. I'm introducing Keith as co-producer on this one, by the way. He, <laughs> he, felt, he felt absolutely buzzing that he's been announced as um, co-producer on this. Four nil Mansfield. That's what you're going for, Edward. Yeah, you're going four nil Mansfield now. Oh. Confident, look. Confident, bold statement. He's heard the comments. He's like, nah, it's going to be four. Think four nil Mansfield. Who's going to score though? Davies, Keeler, Dom, Brace, and then we'll score one. Luke Aikens. Sweet. You know, if Luke Aikens scores, you know what Dad will tell you, not me. Oh no. He's the goat. He's the goat. So, there you go then. So Edward says 4-0, a brace from Keeler Dunn, a Will Swan goal and a Luke Sakins goal. Luke Sakins, 89th minute. 89th minute. That'd go mad if that happens. Dublin. Hopefully. We'll be celebrating. A lot of three on the pitch, we'll celebrate with them. Uh, you'll be on doing knee slides. Yeah, that'll be it, mate. I'll be knee sliding. I'll have to teach you that, not we? Can you <laughs> knee slide? No, we'll have to practice then. You'll just face plant on the floor. Fair. This is what this is what I want to see next time as as part of our best bets. I want to see an Edward knee slide, and we'll put it in. If you do yeah. a knee, if you learn a knee slide over the winter at some point, I and send it into us. I will put it on in the middle of the breakdown. Sweet, yeah. How about if we win on Saturday, we both do one, and we get like Lucas or someone to film this, yeah. We'll all go. We'll all go and do a knee slide after the game. I don't know. We we'll find somewhere on way back. We'll all go. Me, you, Rich. We'll all go and do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll there you go. Then you go. have heard it here next week. F Mansfield win. We are getting a knee slide video right in the middle of yeah. breakdown. 
there you go. So Russell, I think that's a good place to end it on, mate. Yeah, thank you very much for having me and mini me. Um, have you enjoyed it? Yeah. Do you want to come back and do it again at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a little cameras. There you go then. So Edward wants to come back on at some point, guys. So guys, no doubt we will get you on at some point throughout the rest of the season. We've still got a long time to go. Yeah. No worries. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. And um, whoever you're watching this weekend, enjoy it and uh, up the stags. Catch you there, guys. Enjoy. See you later. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. It's good getting. I think it's really good getting a lot of twelve thirty kickoff. Just, just sit there, watch it, relax, get an early beer in before the three o'clock. Before the three o'clock start. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not. I watch any three o'clock games. I can't do that. No. But, um, no because no. can't go down. I just need to listen in on any sort of streams. So I can't watch it. Yeah. I. No. So I've got a little feature. I don't know if this is going to work or not. Right, because I notoriously have tech problems. So, anyone who is watching this, I apologize if there is any delay or anything. Now, only one person in this whole room knows what I'm going on about, and it is co producer Ryan because Ryan knows what's happened. So, I've got a little video that I'm going to play. I think it's about nine minutes, so sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Um, Hannah, I really hope you enjoy this. Do, do you know what this is? Do you have any idea what this is at all? No. Oh, you should. <laughs> so I sent someone on a secret mission at the weekend, and I've got, I want to people to judge how you think this person done on their secret mission. So here we go. I'm, I'm gonna so check everyone out the room and just and just play this. Enjoy. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work. No. You'll see I'm joined by Aaron Challoner. Or Chal. I'm just calling Chal because we're calling you Aaron. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm good. Intrigued, but good. Yeah, Chal kind of has a part. He doesn't really know why he's here today. Um, yeah. But we've got, I have sent Chal down a little parcel. Now, you'll be watching this after this game weekend. So today is the, the 6th of October. This game's on tomorrow, the 7th of October. Now, Chal is going to the Stockport v Doncaster game at Stockport, aren't you, Chal? I am indeed. Uh, looking forward to this one. It uh, should be a nice game. Yep. What's your plans for the game? Um, Probably just do the usual. Try and do a match report, try and report on the action. Um, Obviously, try and get some predi predictions pre-match with the, uh, the fans, etc. And just have a nice time. Sounds good to me. Now, that's not all that I have planned for you. I've got more planned for you, Charlotte, this game. Right. Now, you watched a couple of the breakdown sessions that we've had, or the breakdown recordings that we've had, and yep. you will have heard us talking about the Chal Inch that we're going to plan to do this season across a couple of games. Yeah. This is your first Chal Inch. 
Now, right. Hannah doesn't know anything about this just now. I know about it, Liam knows about it, and Ryan knows about it. Hannah can't know about this, and Hannah has not to find out about this. You can probably hear my baby talking in the background, by the way, so sorry about any background noise to everyone. Hannah has not to know that we have set you this challenge, right? right. It's going to be really difficult for you to play this off as just you being chow. <laughs> so we've got four things that we want you to do and record yourself doing. Right. When you're recording them, I want you to send them over to me. And then what I'll do is I'm going to splice them together after this to see if you manage to complete all four things that we are wanting you to do. All the way through this, Hannah has not to find out that we have instructed you to do any of these four things. Oh, okay. It's like a secret mission kind of thing. It's a secret mission. You've got a secret mission in Stockport. Now, yeah. what you said in the group is you're going to be a neutral in the Stockport means, and you're going to be incognito. Yeah. So I'm going to make you ultimate incognito. So you've got four things you have to do while using your incognito thing that is in your parcel. Oh, God. Aaron, Chal, it's time to open the parcel. Everyone see you open this parcel. Whether it's not been opened before, you do not know what's in this, do you? No, generally, generally, not open, not open, don't know. Right. Go for it. Let's get it open. I want to see, I want live reaction to see what you've got here. And I'm going to close my eyes because I don't even know. Um, Right. Can you see it on screen? It's in a packet still, child. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I look like Mr. Potato Head in real life. Take it out. Come on, get it, take it out, put it on. <laughs> You've got to take this deadly seriously, Chad. This is Austin Powers on a budget. <laughs> oh, this is, this is, look, sports media. This is lower league, look. I mean, I, I wouldn't recognise you, Chad, I don't like any Doncaster Rovers fans. I'm going to recognise you in doing this. Now, at least I can breathe. <laughs> You can breathe, which is good. I wasn't going full scale mask. I think you'll be fine. I think you should try and get into the stadium wearing that as well, by the way, just as a bonus thing. So from you walking in. And it's not to know that we've put you up to this. Yeah, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be so good. So you have four challenges. Okay. I will send you these so you know what they are, so you can keep track of them. And you need to get them all on video while wearing this disguise. Number one, commandeer the drum and start a Stockport chant. Oh my God. There is a drum in that stand, by the way, I've double checked. I'll try and find it. Number two, now Liam Liam will know this, The, the ground is on a flight path, so there'll be a lot of planes going overhead. While wearing your mask, you've got to loudly names loudly name planes that are flying overhead. You've got to name them confidently, but very, very wrong, like you're some sort of plane expert. 
give out numbers Boeing 747, but just name planes only. Number three, get a player's autograph, but call them the wrong name. You can call them the wrong name at any point. Get a player's autograph and call them the wrong name. Number four. This cannot come from Hannah. Try and get someone to give you a bit of food. And eat it. Oh my god. Are you up for the challenge, Chal? I am up for the challenge. Yes, you have the challenge. Chal, back to being a good sport. I am so happy that you are up for this. It's going to be a good weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing the footage. I can't wait for you to send each and every single bit of it over. And yeah, we'll try and get this into the breakdown. If not, this has been Lower Labels bonus bits. Everyone have fun. Chal. Good luck. I'm off. <laughs> I think I need to go incognito. Sorted. Boeing 747. There we go. A 500. The Sat amongst county fans was probably the hardest thing as a Rovers fan, but uh, it was all right. We had a we had a good time anyway. I got a free mint ball out of it. Um, but I'm going to be back in my usual seat at the home ground next week against Sutton United. So that's it from Look Sports Media, and we'll see you all later. I'm the C H A L L T R A for now. Lyrics inside the middle, chance to come inside. Paddy Madden on the edge of the box, back on the nail on the far side. Ball in, header! So, that was the challenge that I set for Chav. So, he completed complete two of the, the four challenges, would, would we say there? Are we giving him one and a half? I think, well, my dad did give him an Uncle Joe's mint ball. So, I think that was, I don't know whether that counts as food or not. It was completely unprompted. Um, so, but I think it was the autograph. Although, at one point, he did say to me, like, so many things about my Saturday are making more sense now. But, like, at some point, he said to me, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna try and get um a county player's autograph, or or maybe just say players." And I was a bit like, "Oh, okay, 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 good." <laughs> like it was the planes, though, the planes. I obviously didn't know about that, and I was I was sat there thinking, "How on earth does he know like all these planes that are coming over?" And he'd be like, "Oh, that was the like." such as that's the jet two and there was one and it was like an airbus number i never heard of that plane and i was like god he really knows what he's talking about that's amazing <laughs> i'm so happy that you've done that i'm more happy that you just didn't have a clue even no. up to today because he, liam I got, so I got nearly gave it away 
No, I've got a picture and I'll um I'll share it afterwards. Um that's him outside because I like we joked about him going incognito, so I'd taken him a county bobble hat. And so I've got a picture of him outside the ground, like with the emblem behind us, with the the glasses and the the thingy. Let me oh, I'll see if I can find it on here. You might be able to see it. But um he yeah, he put it on that he was like, Oh, I've got this. Look, you see. Oh yeah, okay. That is outstanding. <laughs> and he looked a bit like where's Wally he was like with his bubble hat. Oh, Senor Liam's back. Hi. <laughs> that was the greatest thing I have ever witnessed in my life. I am sat poolside while there's entertainment on, and I'm watching Chow incognito at Stockport. That that clip, Grant. Get that up on OneDrive, send it over, and that is going out on YouTube because that is gold. <laughs> I'm gonna see if, I'm I gonna forgot. See, I'm going to see if I can fix the sound on it because it seemed a little bit out. Um, I'll fix that up and then we'll sort it because it seemed a little bit behind the sound of the video. So I'll get that sorted I and then we can forgot. see. I forgot that the challenge had been set. So it was like <laughs> when, when you went, I've got a video to watch. I'm sat there going, oh, what's he doing? <laughs> what's Grant doing off his own back here? Um, usually, that when I, great. usually when I do things, it's a complete disaster. I never mean doing things completely. <laughs> I expected the stream to just end. I expected the whole thing to just finish. But that was like that was ten out of ten. That was amazing. Uh, do you know what? He's got no fear. No, I feel like I need to send this to my dad and my brother though because afterwards they were like, "Do you know? Did you do you know him well? Like, how do you know him? That like, <laughs> like really." You know, so I think it'll make sense to a lot of people. <laughs> so I mean, that, that was our that was our first ever challenge. There's going to be more of them. There's going to be more of them this season. And do you know what? I might just randomly send other people on incognito missions this season. <laughs> I, I think that's a good idea. That and see what we can well, do. You oh, table like to see how many they got out of the four challenges yeah we need oh, a you might end up on one yeah i'm yeah, <laughs> send me i'll go i'll do it i'll be fine so now we can tell out the con we can now tell out the context charlie can put up whatever they were going to put on so guys head over to out of context i'll show him some love as well um so all the Bye. donny fans are gonna forgive chow now are they Hope well, so. hopefully Hope not. That's, <laughs> I hope that's a redemption arc. I mean, I, I put that goal reaction in because Chell didn't want to put up his, his video footage that he took. He took done a whole match day blog for it, and it was great. I mm -hmm. was sent over to me so I could take clips out of it, and I was like, do you know what? I cannot not have that goal reaction video <laughs> being live. It had to be I shown. Did. And I didn't want to kind of stoke the flames at the weekend, so I just didn't kind of reply to anything. But he absolutely sat like he well, he saw it. There's like video evidence of him literally, because like you know what you know Donny fans are like in terms of oh yeah, Charles was jumping up celebrating. He absolutely wasn't. That was what he did. Um, so yeah, although I was completely ready to grab his arm if if Donny scored and he tried to celebrate, like I was ready with my iron grip to force him back into his seat. Um, but fortunately, it didn't it didn't need to be deployed. 
So, Owen, <laughs> you're here more. You are, so now we've kind of had our challenge. You're here to talk about League One. You're not yeah. just here to, to make up numbers because Liam's away gallivanting on holiday. You are here to talk League One because we've launched our League One podcast as well. And you are one of our fine hosts on it. Um, so tell us what's going on at League One this weekend. Yeah, so obviously due to the international break with um, most League One teams uh, being having a lot of teams, a uh, lot of their players, sorry, going on going on playing for the national teams. We've only got four games in League One this weekend. Um, and I'm going to go through in detail two of them now and then uh, I'll just get a rough of who else is playing. So the first one I went in DL4 was Blackpool versus Stevenage. Uh, we played at Bloomfield Road in Blackpool. Um, and they've both had decent starts to the season. Blackpool were a bit slow, but they've got themselves uh, a little bit back into sort of playoff contention, sitting 10th at the moment. Um, Jordan Rhodes, who's obviously um, of yesteryear, was one of the top talents in... Uh, the championship in League One with uh, his first spell at Huddersfield, and then he's moved to the uh, to Blackburn Rovers in the championship. But obviously, since then, he's sort of been a bit of a journeyman, uh, floating around the championship in League One, and maybe some in the Prem where he's not really got to the level uh, he's ever been that everyone thought he would be. Uh, so, but he's he's formed the last couple of weeks, scored six so far this season. It's looking like if Blackpool are going to get that playoffs this year or go for promotion, he's going to be that man that gets them the goals. Another person I've had a, a real eye on uh, that I've looked at is uh, Kamoko Dembele, uh, who's just signed for Blackpool on loan a couple weeks ago, uh, about a month ago now. Um, but they signed on loan from Brest in France. Kamoko Dembele is a very, very good young talent. I remember him when he when he was 14 playing for the, I think it was the under-17s for England and then Scotland as well. And I've not really seen the last couple of years. He's not really got the opportunities he has in France where he thought he would be after leaving Celtic. But he's he's been doing all right in League One at the moment for Blackpool. And I think if he can continue like that, could be a fine young talent for the, for Blackpool this season if he continues how he's going. For Stevens, on the other hand, they've had a I've enjoyed it, had a very incredible start, considering all the other teams in League One that have gone up from League Two. Um they have had a bit of a slip up recently with two losses against the one of the probably my opinion, the best side of the division at the moment in Oxford that I've seen at the Lamex. And uh, a very, very entertaining game against Bolton Wanderers, who are also one of the promotion contenders. But they got back to winning ways after a, a scrappy, I would say, card fest against Wigan, where there was about 15 yellow cards. Um, so which got them up back into fourth, and they'll be looking to, to fortify their promotion ambitions this season. And maybe, as some fans are saying, back-to-back. Um, Jamie Reid has obviously been the star man so far this year for Stevenage he's taken League One like a duck to water um, much more than he did in League Two that's eight goals he's had recently and he's also back after missing the Wigan game due to a, a five game uh, five yellow card suspension I think that game will be a very entertaining one unfortunately I'm not going to be there but I, I, I'm I, hopeful that everyone else goes there we're having a great time and I think it'll be a great game my prediction for that one I think it'll be. I think Stevenage will be all right, but I think it'll be a very tight game. But I think Stevenage will nick it one nil. Another, the other game that we are looking in detail for is Carlisle versus Leighton Orient, a clash between the two promoted sides in League One. Uh, Carlisle had a really bad start, really struggling to sort of uh, 
get that form that they did that got them the playoff promotion in league two last season against Stockport County. Um, except last weekend, they probably had the shock shock of maybe the division so far this season after a, a cracking result against Bolton, uh, including a hat-trick for Jordan Gibson, um, which three really well-taken goals and that could be their catalyst for flying up the table today, uh, which left them three points between them and the relegation zone. Letting Orient have also had a very slow start of the season, but they have done very well recently with um, three wins in the last five and are looking like they could be able to push on and maybe sort of get away from that relegation battle and, and go for mid-table this season. I've been really impressed by them, especially Joe Piggott. It was a brilliant signing for him. I believe it was Portsmouth he was at last season uh, and he was been a brilliant target man for them. And I feel like if, if they can keep him and he keep him firing, I think they'll be a, a force for this season. The other two games that are also taking place this season, uh, this weekend in League One are Port, not Port Vale, uh, sorry, uh, Lincoln City at home to Burton Albion and Cambridge at home to Shrewsbury Town. So um, obviously there's fewer games because of the international break. Do you yeah. think that's something that needs to happen in League One? Like, should they just like shut down completely and, and have the break like they do in the National League? Or I, I don't know. I, I feel like it depends because obviously a couple of years ago, barely any games got called off, maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like now as a lot of the lower league sides are getting picked up by national teams, especially as I see a lot of times now, People who have second nationalities are seeming to then represent them. Obviously, Cheltenham, I know he's 37, but Curtis Jones just started to represent, Curtis Davis, sorry, started to represent uh, Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's a couple of senior players. I'm not, uh, but I'm saying about Jamie Reid, for example, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, especially with people like Josh McGuinness and that not really has fire in the air for Wigan, that he may, he might be able to, uh, Jamie might just jump him in, in the call up for the Northern Ireland squad. So I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised that maybe in a year or two that they might fortify it for League One. I think League Two will be fine. But um, I think, yeah, maybe in the next couple of years, especially uh, yeah. if it keeps going on. There was someone on Twitter earlier who suggested that because they were talking about the Morecambe, Morecambe game being off and they were saying yeah. that you should only be allowed to have to postpone a game if it is like players that are contracted to you yeah. and they're not yeah. under 21. So this was the Morecambe, Morecambe have got uh, under 21 players on loan and they yeah. were saying that, that shouldn't be enough to to cause a postponement because you know it, it is what it is and it should only be like players who are contracted so I think there'll be like maybe a little bit more of a pushback because it creates uh, like congestion doesn't it and obviously I can't even remember who was supposed to who was playing Morecambe on um on Saturday um that you know it creates a, a gap later on that has to be filled um obviously Steve you're a League Two fan last season League One yeah. this season what as a fan has kind of surprised you about League One? What's like particularly different? I think for me, it's been the um, it's the amount of fans that are going to games from the from the away end. I think right. no joke. There was there was still like letting Orient sold at their end. I think um, Stockport did pretty decent for the start of the season. I think they had a, a decent mm. amount of time. I wasn't at their game, so I don't know exactly how it looked. Um, but I think this season we've had. Uh, at least three sellouts already in the away end. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Wigan sold about 800 and, and it probably would have been a sellout if I think I think I heard Wigan Warriors, their rugby league team was playing. So maybe if they weren't playing, right. there might be a few others. Yeah. Um, and they've still got this season, we've still got the likes of um, who else? Uh, I'm trying to think. Sorry, Peterborough will probably sell out their end, even though it's Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, Bolton at home as well. Bolton's always one that I think could sell out. It's a lot of those sort of Derby as well. Ch- Charlton, mm-hmm. Charlton have played. Charlton was to sell out. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot, a lot of the time, it's those big, big clubs that have got yeah. that big fan base that sort of have never really should really be at this level. That's going to earn a lot of money for the club, and and especially how we're all doing, our attendance is going to go up itself. We're already getting. 4,000 around that point every week at least and for us that's been brilliant also the quality yeah. is a lot better I'm not being rude to League 2, League 2 is still a great quality for what it is but League 1 there's so many more players who, who want to pass on a bit more, who want to show that little bit of flair which has been great to watch See when you look at the bottom end of, of League 1 obviously we the two of us report on League 2 and I'm looking at the bottom three just now Yeah, and I'm looking at two of those four clubs in Reading and Wigan. They're two fairly recent Premier League teams. Yeah. They could be two huge teams that I just know have issues that could be dropping into League Two. What yeah. what's going on with these clubs? I think Wigan, they're sort of going on the up. I think they're sorted with their financial issues. It's still going to be a tough for them to stay up this season, in my opinion. Um, if they don't get the likes of Charlie White back or if he's not going to stay fit as much as he should, as much as he can. Um, but I think they'll probably be safe. Reading, on the other hand, I think they're going to be in real trouble. Um, I've said this on a number of occasions. Um, when I heard about rumours about William Story looking to buy the club, I immediately, because I'm, I'm also a Formula One fan and and I know the issues that him and Hass had, especially mm-hmm. the stuff he put on Twitter and his failure for payment. So, in my opinion, if the EFL deem him to be a fit and proper test then in my opinion, they're basically letting Reading die because I'm I'm really worried. If he gets that club, they could be gone in a couple of years. I'm I'm no joke. I know the owners now are rubbish, but I, I have no doubt that if William Story's there, they'll be plummeted down the leagues and may even go into liquidation. Well, that's no note, yeah. I was going to say that's, that is a low note to end League One on, and hopefully we don't see that happen. I, I, no. I hate to see. I mean, as much as I'd love another big, I, see, I still deem Reading as a big club, I, yeah. and it would be a shame to see another big club like that drop into League Two. And you don't want to see the, the same things that what's been happening that's gone short going on the same things that's previously went on at Oldham going on. I yeah. you just don't like to see that at any club. No, you don't want to see fans. No, sorry. You just don't want to see fans like that because Reading, even though I might not like on a match day, there's still an incredible fan base, an incredible amount of fans, and their passion has been brilliant. I've seen that last couple of weeks, just trying to fight for their club because you've seen that with Berry, you've seen that with with Bolton, like the sort of seeing your club might go really brings out that passion. You Mm. never want to see that. But they got this from Chris, and I think that's a very, very true point. Yeah. And going on to going back into League Two, we've discussed which is I would probably say is the big game this weekend. We've had the the Mansfield or the North County v Mansfield game. What's your game mm-hmm. to look out for this weekend? 
Um, Harrogate and Stockport. No, I think Salford Wrexham predictably is uh, is one to watch. Um, otherwise, so no, I don't think. Well, I, AFC Wimbledon and Bradford might be interesting. Wim, AFC Wimbledon have been kind of quietly consistent. What Scotland just scored? <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah I think Wimbledon and Bradford especially given what's going on off the pitch at Bradford and you know Wimbledon it's it's it feels like a turning point now they're either gonna crack on or they'll stop oh, to start man. to kind of drop it's off it before. oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it'll be interesting to see how Walsall respond against Gillingham after last week's yeah. performance. I don't know if you can even call it a performance. No. 90 it, it, minutes against Sutton. Yeah, I think I think for me, Walsall-Gillingham's going to be a really, really exciting game. I think it's both clubs that have sort of... Gillingham obviously have gone off a little bit since their great start to the season. They're obviously a team that's managerless at the moment. Um, they've got to find that great manager in charge because I know you were saying earlier in the episode uh, earlier tonight they are looking for managers. Um, I think they need to find someone that's got that little bit of experience in the division. I don't think a Steve Bruce, like you said, would would be a wouldn't be a great it wouldn't be a great appointment because I feel like a lot of the, like you said with the Mark Hughes appointment, I don't think that was the right choice, especially when um, you look at the likes of Stevenage. We didn't go for a flash sign. We didn't go for a flash manager appointment. We we wanted Evans before, but obviously Jim didn't let us. Um, but going for a, a, a manager that knows the divisions, like a Steve Evans, for example, could then get you higher up the leagues. We we stayed up and then we went up the straight next season. We're looking like a very very good league one side this season. League one side this season. So for, for all those clubs that are managerless or the the Dons MK Dons thing with. Graham Alexander. In my opinion, sacking him would be a mistake. I think you've got to give him a little bit of time because that team is a League One team. Alex Gilby, in my opinion, should be playing League One football this season, preferably with us. But he was he was incredible for us last year, and he he's, he shouldn't be playing League Two football. And um, they've got some cracking players there, and I I think if they sack him, then like you said, a Gillingham, a Bradford. Should be the like knock on his door straight away and going. Can we? Can we have you? Agree. I, I, I was saying that Gillingham like, Walsall. For me, everyone thinks I've got an agenda against Walsall. I just see it being a Gillingham win. I can't see Wal Walsall mm -hmm. for me. And I tried to. Get, I wanted really wanted to get a Walsall fan on tonight because I think they're in trouble. I really do think they're in trouble and I think they're on a very yeah. slippery slope down the table. I think when you see other teams that are there start to climb above them. And I think it's gonna I think it's gonna pull I think it's gonna pull them down into this bottom three. I said before the season had even started as a bit of a joke. I thought well, so we're going to be down there and in a bit of a fight. I think it could actually happen. Yeah. Do you think the likes are like, I know Crawley's had a good start, but do you think that that might stop and they might start to drift down the table as well? Or do you think they'll, they'll sort of be in that mid-reaches this season? I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it all right. I don't think they're yeah. going to be up in the playoff. I don't think they're going to be up in the, the playoffs. I yeah. think they'll probably be a mid-table mid team. 
Um, just this teams again that are going to climb up above them. Doncaster are going to start climbing up the table. Bradford are going to start climbing up the table. Yeah, Dons as well. MK Dons will probably climb, but you're going to see the likes of your Wimbledon's drop down, your Crews drop down, your Crawleys have dropped down, I think, and they're going to be your mid-table teams. Um, JJ put a really good point that it's baffling to see what's happening with DJ um, at Danny Johnson at Walsall after so much of wanting to be there and wanting to sign. Yeah. I I don't know what your thought on this, Anais. Do you think he was a Flynn player? It it feels like it just seems completely unmemorable at the moment. And I don't know what's driven that at all. It just doesn't it doesn't compute. But then there are loads of players that and, and we said this on Monday that re- were really outstanding last season and just haven't shown up at all so far this season. But you know, we're only what are we now? Twelve games in? 12, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, this time. We'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, I think what my mission is for next week, I'm going to still try and get that Walsall fan on from next week. If there is any Walsall fans listening, then yeah. just give us a message. I'll message back out to the same Walsall fans that I did this week and see if they can be available for next week. And on one was listening in earlier on earlier on the day to have Walsall FC vlogs listening there's a message yeah. there. I will look to message you to get you on because you've been speaking to us back and forward a little bit. So if you're still listening, come on in next week. Just give me a little message we can drop on. Does anyone else have anything else to say before we wrap up? No, was... this is just making me laugh yeah. though. So on uh, on Tuesday night, uh, we played Salford and it was the Academy's day. I mean, obviously, like, Lee Madden scored a hat-trick, Kyle Wooten played, but it was the young uns, and some of them were great. And it was really lovely to watch, you know, 17, 18-year-olds. But, yeah, they all made it into school in time for uh, on Wednesday morning. So that's good news. Thank you, Ian. I was really worried yeah. about them. Do you know who I was happy to see listening again this week? Jamie and his croissant. <laughs> it's, it's a, I still can't work out how it's a boat. It's live. It's still, sure. a, yeah. it's still, it's still a croissant to me. <laughs> just, okay. It looks like a croissant on sand. That's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, I think I said it's either a croissant or a poo that is lodged in the sand. I'm, I'm going yeah. by croissant. This is a deliberate croissant, Jamie. It's 100% not a boat. It's not a boat. Right. So we're back on Sunday for the 606. And then Monday for the League One and the League Two podcasts. So you can do your walkout grant with the liking and subscribing and ringing the bell. I I certainly will. So we know that there's people that are on YouTube just now. If you're on YouTube, there's a big thumb down below. Go and hit that thumb, smash thumbs up. Subscribe to it as well, because it's known that there's more people that end up watching the video than actually subscribe. So give us a wee subscription and hit the little bell at the side of the YouTube channel that will notify you anytime that we go live, anytime we post up a new video, any breakdowns, any bonus bits, and any of our podcasts or little clips that decide to go onto our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to retweet, like, love, whatever the hell you do. Facebook followers and like all of our posts come in. Share it with an out to your family. Listen to our podcasts on all of your podcast platforms, be that Spotify, Apple, or Apple.
Apple Music. Don't forget to rate us five stars while you're there. Comment whatever the hell you like. We don't care. It's a five-star rating that matters. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you on Sunday for the 606. Be there. We've been Look Sports Media. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.